Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation. And furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with evangelist Walesa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible. Once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I'm so glad you have decided to join me this week on this topic because my topic today is trauma responses. So many of us have dealt with trauma. You can't live long in this life without experiencing some type of disruption, some type of interference, some type of event that just takes you back. And that causes what us to have trauma experiences, experiences that we just really don't like, right? And we have to learn how to move on, how to heal, how to move forward after experiencing whatever disruption it was, right? That happened to us that just totally shocked us that we lost our trust in what either people, a situation, a community, something took us back that caused this trauma in our life. Some of us can move forward after 
dealing with trauma or unexpected events as if it was nothing. But some people, they just move forward, right? And they don't really deal with what really happened to them, what they really experienced. And so this is what caused us to have different trauma responses. And so today I will be speaking on the trauma responses we have, either from anger, either from being overnice, either from being... Um, you know, just unbelieving, unfaithful, just doing whatever, right? Just all hope is gone when you experience trauma. So we have to learn what is our trauma responses, why other people, personalities and different things affect us right from their trauma. And so once you realize people are dealing with trauma, then you learn to show more grace to people. I'm not saying that it's okay for people who have treated you mean, who have done something wrong towards you, for someone to attack you. That's not what I'm saying. That's never okay. But we have to pray about it, give it to God, and just look at everything as a life experience. Whether it was good or bad, it taught us something, right? But after experiencing this trauma, we have to realize our trauma responses so we can act accordingly to future situations and then we will have the wisdom when we run into another personality right who is dealing with trauma or unhealed trauma so we're going to get into that on today's show this is the new year 2022 i know a lot of us always make goals right for the new year what we're going to do who we're going to release and so i also will be talking on who we should release. Like on my social media, I gave examples of Judas and Peter. And I will tell you guys that example as well as I go on with our trauma responses. So this is a show that you don't want to miss today. I thank you again for tuning in to my show. Don't forget to subscribe to my page so you can get the latest updates The new arrivals that I have every week, I drop a new podcast on emotional healing because I am also what emotionally healing and I felt called by God because I have learned a lot through my trauma experiences, through my not so good experiences, through my faith in God, through miracles performed in my life from God. And so I want to share that because, right, Jesus don't want us to keep it to ourselves. Once he has healed you, once he has blessed you, once he has performed miracles in your life, he wants to do do that for everybody, right? Those who accept him and accept him in their heart, those who want to do the right thing, those who don't know how to get out of situations or what they're going to do from one day to the next, right? We all go through those times at times and we all grow weary, but when you have faith in God, you know that you will overcome, right? Let the weak say, I am strong. So on this show, it's all about getting deep because we all need deep healing at times. Sometimes the ugly truth has to come out so we can learn how to respond accordingly moving forward and how to bring back that love, how to bring back that compromise, how to be understanding of another person's problems, woes, or feelings. So We can all come together in unity, whether we like people or not. We don't want to wish harm or bad on nobody, right? Because you have to know that when you do that and you see someone down on their luck, 
know that the tables are turning, right? And you can be in that same situation that you laughed and mocked somebody else in, but it ain't going to feel so good when you become in that situation, right? So if you want people to be kind to you, if you want people to be understanding of your struggles and you're trying to get it together and learn how to deal with life properly, then you have to be understanding of another person's struggle. Everybody is different. I was just telling somebody this the other day, you know, because you're straightforward and you a go-getter and you hard and you know what you want out of life and you, you know, so focused on what you want. Everybody is not like that. Everybody is on separate journeys in their life. People deal with personal problems. People deal with emotional issues. People deal with past trauma and they don't know how to heal it, how to get over it, or how to move forward in a proper way. So I'm glad to be bringing this show to you guys on emotional healing from narcissistic and toxic abuse. Because once I learn, I try to teach others and each one of us can teach someone something. Each one of us can work on something. We will never be perfect, but we can work on being loving and kind and understanding because I have said this over and over again. One person's downfall can surely be yours in the future. You just never know the plans of God or where life will bring you to. So you don't want to be evil and none understand it to nobody else situation but want everybody to be that way towards you when you get in trouble it doesn't work like that so after this commercial break i will be coming back speaking on my first trauma response which we all work on is anger we all have anger issues at times so i will be speaking on anger issues and i will be giving that example of judas and peter after this commercial break We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris, your number one healing coach, emotional healing coach, because I myself am still healing, had to heal. And we all know that mental uh, health issues are important, right? Sometimes we overlook it as somebody acting crazy all the time, always angry, always uh, doing something just out the norm and we laugh at it or may say, this person just crazy. No, they really have mental health issues and they don't know no other way how to respond or how to act but in the way that they act and that's just not funny at all once you realize this person is dealing with mental illness and sometimes we don't see it until it's too late right when the most destructive thing happened or they do the most destructive thing in our lives or in their lives it's like what happened to this person right they've been having mental struggles 
all al all along, right? We just overlook the red flags. We may have said that this is just how this person is or, you know, they are fool, but no, they are really struggling in their mental health and mental health is so important. So this is why I am doing this show on emotional healing. We all have faced some type of trauma in our life. Things have not went well at some point or journey in our life, but we have to learn to heal properly so we can come to a stable mind, right? A sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, a power, and a sound mind. And sometimes when you have been in an abusive relationship with a narcissistic or a toxic personality, right? You're fearful. You're walking on eggshells. You just don't know what to expect next because this person is so explosive, right? Overly negative. That's how you know that you are being, you are involved in an abusive relationship and you need to get out. So before the commercial break, I was telling you about trauma responses, which this show is on since we have dealt with trauma, right? All of us, no one is exempt, but it's how you move forward, which depends on, are you going to have better life experiences, have better people, be able to recognize a narcissistic or a toxic person that, that that's in need of help, that is struggling in their emotional health, that has lost all hope and are doing crazy things, right? Just outside the norm where it's like, who raised you or who taught you, right? It's not that they probably haven't been raised, right? It's just that people overlook that this person was what emotionally struggling. They didn't try to reach out and help. They didn't try to be understanding. And even if they did, right, we all get tired because when you're dealing with a person who's dealing with mental issues, but I have a lot of that in my family, right? Mental health issues, it's tiresome, right? So we have to learn how to respond, how to uh, recognize their signs and know what we can do to what not only protect our emotional health, but also help them when we can, right? So I was speaking on anger. That's a feeling we all have. Even when you are emotionally healing, right? You're going to have bouts of anger. You may have anger for thinking like you did too much and been too nice to people and they took advantage of your kindness. Or you might have anger from just realizing the trauma that you went through. Maybe all your life, maybe recently in your life, maybe, uh, you know, on a job, anything, right? You're going to have bouts of anger or something somebody said that just brushed you the wrong way. But the difference between someone who is emotionally healing, someone who is moving forward, right? They recognize that in themselves. You know what? I'm angry. The situation has happened. It's nothing I can do about it. Only thing I can do is learn from it. And I have to release this as best as I can, pray on it and move forward. And don't let this situation, what change me, change my good nature, change my kind heart. I'm still going to be loving and kind, but I'm going to release those who try to bring out what the worst in me, because that's what narcissists and toxic people do. They bring out the worst in you. They don't be understanding to your struggle. So you may need help, right? It's all about them and how they feel. And they are overly negative. That person, is very abusive and you have to what release them pray for them after you have maybe confronted them about their ways and how they have affected you or harmed you or sometimes you just don't have to do that i know not a lot of narcissistic teachers say go completely no contact right just cut them off 
and walk on. They'll realize later. But if you try to be understanding, because some relationships can be fixed. Like I said, some narcissists don't know that they are narcissists. Some people think that it's normal because what? That's how they were raised. They was raised in a narcissistic family. They have been around narcissistic people. I know I have been in certain areas like that and we are who we we become who we are around right unless you have that strength and that power and that knowledge of God on how to respond how to act because God tell us what overturn evil with good this is why you got to get to know Jesus so you can know how you're supposed to react and respond in a situation now we all fall we do even the good uh good of us right sometimes people bully us or attack us so much and we want to be like jesus but we fall and we what give them a taste of their own medicine by responding how they respond but god is asking us to what release that because what vengeance is mine thus said the lord the tables will turn they will feel how you felt in the future you just have to let it go and leave it up to god right because some people they never know how you feel or how they made you feel until they're in that situation what i just spoke on before the commercial break so Trauma responses is anger, what I'm speaking on now. A lot of it is anger. Now, from the narcissistic personality disorder, like I said, you're going to get that all the time from uh, emotional healing. They're coming from out of toxic ways and behavior. It can just happen suddenly, right? You can be feeling so good and just out the blue, you may think of something somebody said or done and you might get angry, but you check yourself, right? After you sit and think about it, man, I really have been wrong. Man, Lord, help me, right? You're praying about it. You you may even go ask that person for what? Forgiveness. I'm sorry. I came at you the wrong way. It had nothing to do with you. I'm going through personal things. Hopefully that's an understanding person because an understanding person who done been through things, they know that we are not perfect. We go up and down. Sometimes we might take out our anger or spouse of anger on the wrong people. But if you are known to have a good nature and you end up snapping out on the wrong person or maybe the right person, and that's not how you wanted to respond, or God has given you correction through his word or sent a prophet to talk to you, right? You are what sorrowful, godly sorrow brings what? Correction, repentance. Oh man, I did something wrong. And so I want to apologize because I don't want to be looked at in the light. And I definitely don't want to, what, disappoint God. Why would I cut off my blessings? Because we all know or should know that God does not operate in mess. If there is no peace, if there is no love, if there is no kindness or understanding, then God is not dwelling with you, right? He 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 hates sin. He loves the sinner, but he hates the sin, right? So we have to come back to a place of peace. We have to come back to a place of understanding. We have to come back to a place of love, not saying letting people get over on you and do different things to you and all of this stuff, but you can't release them. Distance yourself from those type of people and give them over to God as you continue to work on your emotional healing. So like I was saying before the commercial break, again, I was giving an example of Judas and Peter, right? Both of them walked with God. Peter, now God told him, before his crucifixion, Peter, you're going to be the rock, right? You're going to stand hard for Jesus. You're going to bring many believers uh, to the kingdom of God. 
and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. At the time, Peter didn't see it, right? We know he dealt with anger issues. He had a good heart, right? But he was very angry when things happened to a good person, which was Jesus, because he knew the nature of Jesus, the character of Jesus, right? God is very loving, and very kind. You have to do a lot for God to end up eventually just putting his wrath on you, right? Because God give us so many chances before he see, okay, you're just not trying to repent. You just taking advantage of what my grace, my kindness, my mercy. So now I'm about to show you who is Alpha and Omega, right? I am about to humble you, not to punish you, but to change you, right? So be the person you are supposed to be because it, humility brings honor and favor, right? Pride causes destruction. So we all can get in our prideful ways. I know I can at times and I have to remember, Lord, let me be humble whether you bless me financially, materially, or spiritually with wisdom. I still want to be humble and realize that I'm just different, right? I'm blessed to have knowledge and wisdom. I'm blessed to be able to help others when I can. I'm blessed to have the things that I have and I don't want to be prideful of it, but sometimes we fall in that area too, right? And God has to humble us or it's best for us to humble ourselves because when God humble us, right, just like he bring us to tears of joy, he can bring us those tears of pain, right? Just for a week so we can change and be whom he called us to be, which is the character of Jesus, right? Which is a loving person, a merciful person. We all know Jesus came to this earth and in humility, he's so rich. He owned everything in the world. He created everything in the world. You know, he even told Moses, step back, you'll take off your shoes, right? Because you're standing on what? Holy ground. So we can't even tie Jesus' shoelaces, but he loved us that much. And he came in the world as a servant and a poor nature. He didn't even have a bed to sleep in just to show us it wasn't about what the material things. It was about the spiritual things. He wanted to teach us mercy. He wanted to teach us love. He wanted to teach us to understand one another. Now, God don't mind us having nice things. He is the giver of all things, right? If God bless you, don't be afraid to show it off, but you don't want to be prideful and look down on people. So, like I was saying, Peter, he dealt with anger issues because what? When the officials came to arrest Jesus, he knew God was like, what, this loving person? He was coming to save the sins of the world. He performed many miracles. He helped everybody out, right? Peter is the same one who was the fisherman, right? And thought that, I'm, Lord, you blessed me with so much material wet. I don't even know what to say. I'm such a sinful man, right? When he was toiling all night looking for fish, he couldn't find none. But when Jesus entered his boat, right, he was overly full, over abundance, right? So when Jesus come in your life, not only does he change your negative and wrong ways, right? He give you abundance. That can be material abundance, spiritual abundance, but you are wealthy, blessed, right? So even Peter felt like he didn't deserve it. Why? Because he dealt with anger issues, but he had a good heart. He loved people. He loved God. He wanted to see the best for people. And when people was trying to do a good man wrong, what Peter do? Slice off the man ear who came to get Jesus right? And Jesus told Peter, don't do that. Picked up the ear, put it back on. Now, like I said before, if somebody cut off my ear 
and I don't have to go to the doctor to get it stitched back on, somebody miraculously put back on my ear. Why would I want to attack this person? Why would I want to crucify this person? This how crazy and narcissistic and blind these people were, right? And that's what I'm saying. Even in our everyday life, right? We see good people out here going through the worst things and people like, why is they so good? They had to go through that. Why did they have, but the, you know, we never know the will of God. Sometimes it's just to show the glory of God, right? Just like his words say, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You will never know God is real or God word is true unless you go through what? The fire. So some good people have to experience some terrible things. I know I have in life and look, I'm still standing due to the glory of God and he can do the same for you. So Peter struggled with anger. After they arrested Jesus and he saw the suffering Jesus had to do by being on that cross, right? Now he dealt with fear and guilt and denial. So he started denying Jesus, right? Like, no, I don't know him. Because if that's what it takes for me to what get blessed, to get into the kingdom of heaven, I'm going to have to suffer horrendously. Who wants to suffer? None of us want to suffer, right? But sometimes our calling requires us to suffer harsh things, but God is what still holding us. You won't break, but you might bend, right? So Peter was like, no, I seen what happened to Jesus. Let me not be so angry and so quick to jump off or pop off of out the mouth because they can do the same to me. So, but just like Jesus said, he was the rock, right? Later on, he stood up for Jesus, right? He stood up against those same people who what? persecuted Jesus, crucified Jesus. He said, y'all crucified the man who came to die for our sins. Like Peter became that rock, like Jesus said, for the kingdom of God. He went off on them, right? All of a sudden he got what? Brave. God makes us brave. It's not our strength. It's God's strength, right? When God called us, when God has chosen us, he make us brave, brave in the face of danger, in the face of an army attacking us, right? And our own strength in nature, we may be scared just like Peter, right? Ready to deny Jesus. But when God, when the Holy Ghost get up on you, right? You will stare danger in the face and speak the word of God, right? And know that it's going to come true because why? God has proven to you with the miracles he already performed, with the things he already delivered you from. So Peter stood up for Jesus, right? And became their rock. On this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Peter did that. Now, Judas, on the other hand, he was pretending all alone, right? Acting like he loved the Lord all the time. He was just with Jesus to get what he can get, right? Everything he seen Jesus doing for other people because Jesus believed in everybody helping others, right? Judas was all about self. He seen Jesus doing that for other people. He like, why I'm going to uh, go along with him doing that for other people. He can just do it all for me, right? He then planned out the buildings he was going to buy, right? The real estate he was going to start. It wasn't nothing about doing the real estate or helping somebody else. Like, man, I'm going to do low income houses to help people who can't afford apartments. No, none of that wasn't his plan. It was all about him. He wanted to steal what Jesus had for everybody else and even what Jesus had for himself for himself. This is what I'm saying with narcissistic people. We know how he got angry, right? When Mary pulled out the expensive bottle of perfume on Jesus and uh, brushed it with her hair. Here go Judas, angry, right? Like I said, we all get angry, but because he was narcissistic and toxic, he was angry because he looking like, 
I could have kept that perfume for myself. So he, why are you doing this? Why are you, you know, questioning everything somebody do? Like I told you, a narcissistic person, you have never had so many disagreements in your life when you are in an abusive relationship with somebody toxic and narcissistic. They are not compromising. They are not understanding Judas went against everything good, never trying to compromise, never trying to understand the bigger picture, never trying to see what was going on, right? He wanted everything for himself to even a point Jesus even knew he was going to betray him, right? He sat at the same table with him. Jesus did so much for him and he still wanted money. So he the one that sold Jesus out to get crucified, but to his own downfall he never knew that that was gonna bring the most guilt on him and he went and committed suicide now put placing himself in hell because you know you have to repent before you commit a sin and i i hate to be that way but i'm just saying what the bible say right when you commit suicide it's only other place you can go. You don't have the choice to take your life. Only God tells you when and where to go. When is time, your time is up. You have to stand strong in your faith or whatever you're going through until God decides to call you home. When you take matters in your own hand without repenting, without saying, Lord, forgive me, you know, there's a place for you. So everybody believes that Judas is still in hell to that day for betraying Jesus. And the field that he bought with the money that he betrayed Jesus on, if you look it up, nobody has ever lived on that field. Nobody has ever even been around that field. They believe that that field is cursed, right? This was the man who betrayed a good man for his own selfish gain. And the real estate, the property, the land he brought, nobody want to be on that cursed land, right? Right? Like the one who did this to Jesus. I don't want to be around you. So Judas betrayed Jesus for his own self. So sometimes we have Peters and Judases in our life. And I'm not saying because I'm saying this because this is the year 2022 around 2022. We all have like goals, right? Who we need to release who we need to add, what we need to do. So you want to release your Judas because the Judas is going to be obvious to you, right? They are always doing something evil. You always catching them up. Even if they try to hide it, right? The mask fall off. You find out they're doing terrible things, right? And they're trying to play the role around you. You know that they are jealous. They are envious. They are um, speaking foul on your name. They may be doing black magic. You don't know who they trying to pay to get rid of you. They see things that you have. All of a sudden, they trying to compete. They not happy for you or they pretend to be happy for you. But we all know the saying, right? A jealous person would kill you, right? A person who wants your life, you can't be friends with because they are never satisfied with their own life. They keep looking at what you got and they want that for themselves. That would be fine if that was the will of God for them lives. This is why God tell us, don't compare your life. Go down your own journey. Some of us have the same you know, path to go down, but just in different ways. We supposed to encourage one another, not try to take from one another, not trying to compete with one another. And that's what Judas is doing in our life, right? We always find them out. We always find out the most horrendous things they have done or said or shocking things. And sometimes they keep doing it right now with Peters in our life. They got a good heart. They show up for us. They help us. They may have spouse of anger. They may get mad, right? But they come back and you see that they are merciful, that they are 
repented, that they are really there for you. Those are the people you want to keep. Those Judases with the wrong spirit, with the bad spirit, with the bad vibe that's always complaining, always overly negative, always have a problem for every situation, for every positive situation. Those who you want to release. And so anger happens when you are emotionally healing and when you are unhealed. So I just gave you guys examples to know when you are in an abusive relationship or when you are dealing with an abusive person, when you're trying to heal, I gave you examples of that with Peter, right? You're going to have spikes of anger, but you feel sorrowful. You may apologize to that person. You definitely praying and asking God for forgiveness, right? Because you know that that was unrighteous, that that was something you shouldn't have done or said to somebody. You are sorrowful and you are repenting and you coming back, not only saying it, you're showing it with your actions, right? That I'm a good person. I'm just not like that. I just had a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, but I'm back to get back on track, right? Judases, they never think like that, right? It's always on how they're going to come up on the next person. And that's because they're reacting out of their trauma. Maybe somebody did that to them instead of them releasing that person and saying, you know what, I'm not going to change my good nature because of what somebody done to me. I'm just going to change who I'm going to be good to. No, they took on that person's personality. And this is why this spirit is spreading all across our nation. So after this commercial break, I will be speaking on overly nice, right? Trauma responses. Sometimes because we have been abused so much, some people become overly nice. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this part of the show. Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits? or demons. That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible. Once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation And furniture that gives your home a new new elevation Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse Or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding And to heal from emotional abuse It's all available for purchase at KeepMeDifferent.com why would you want to shop at any other brand 
but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor. Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris. I hope you guys enjoyed that commercial break. I also hope you guys are enjoying this topic on trauma responses because we all have had trauma right happen to us and it either changes for the bitter or for the better. But on the better side, right, we become nicer people because now we understand what cruelty can do to you and how it feels to be what rejected, betrayed, um, disappointed, suffering setbacks. So that is those of us who are emotionally healing, right? Who have went through so much hurt and pain that we will never want someone else to what feel that pain or go through what we had to go through. So we become better to show the example of goodness, right? It is some people out here that still are following the Lord. It's still some good people out here, right? It's still some people of kind nature out here. It's not everybody is narcissistic and toxic. No, we are not perfect, but we understand. We went through hell and back and we don't want people to feel that way, right? So we see this in the example with David, right? He became what? Overly nice because of all his life, right? His brothers and them judging him, looking down on him. Even when Samuel the prophet came to the man's house, God said, my anointed one lives in this house, right? His whole family, right? All of them looked over him. They all stepping up to the plate, right? And God didn't let the oil pull out. They were so shocked because they had to threw David to the back taking care of his father's sheep, right? Like he just wasn't even good enough to be around them, right? They just thought they was high and mighty. That's what I'm saying with pride, right? When when pride comes, comes such a great fall. You will be humble, right? Now, David, he probably didn't even believe in himself. His The family he grew up in, right? Mistreated him, betrayed him, didn't think nothing of him. But when Samuel said, it's somebody else here, right? They went through all seven sons. Wait, wait a minute. God said uh, the, the, the next anointed king is in this house. All of them looking like, we don't know why God ain't poured out the oil, right? The anointed oil. So he said, well, I do got a son, right? David's father. They all looking shocked and turning around like, we do got another brother. I do got another son. So Samuel said, call him in the house. They had to have him out in the back doing the worstest work, right? While they sitting up there believing that they were privileged and better than him. So he comes to the forefront. The oil pours out, shocks all of them, right? Like what? David is the next king? Not only that, that David went through abuse through his family line, right? 
he still was being a nice person when Saul, who was the, the king at the time, was scared and afraid to fight the, the giant Goliath, right? David still being a servant like Jesus came to be a servant, right? Still being a servant to his father's house, going to serve his brothers and them because they had all these stripes and army stripes and certificates and Bible certificates and, oh, uh, you know, just, <clears throat> just everything. Went to Bible school, all that. David didn't have nothing but what the Holy Ghost with him. So this is why even when God chooses you, nobody can deny you, right? If God chooses you, even if you are what? Ignorant, don't have any sense. God give you the wisdom, right? You will be wiser than your elders. You will be wiser than those who proclaim to know the Lord, right? So this is who David was, right? He had no education. He, you know, he was looked at as illiterate, looked as the lower class and his family among society. But those are the people that God chooses the most, right? The rejected, the betrayed, the disappointed, because God look at what no nobody else see, right? Is their heart. He don't look at their outer appearance, right? He looked at David's heart. David was willing, even through all the betrayal of his family, he still was helping his family out, right? Still being a servant, still keeping a good attitude. I'm sure he was lonely, right? Out there in the field, rejected, betrayed, suffering setbacks. Nobody believed in him. He still was serving, right? And when he goes to Saul, the king at the time that had all these riches, very popular, name big, he goes to Saul and Saul up there shaking in his boots. David like, what you scared of this giant foe, right? He's still being what? Overly nice. Saul tell him, this man going to kill me, right? This situation, this circumstance, this trouble I got myself in, right? And everybody looking to me, but I can't face this problem. So when God call you, like I said, he give you the wisdom, he give you the strength, and he makes you brave. David was brave, right, in the face of danger and the face of everybody because he believed in the Lord, his God, right? He said, Oh my God, like I'll fight him. What I'm gonna get? So the guy, you know, Saul talking about blessing him with a wife and money and all. David, like, oh, that ain't nothing. I pray to the Lord my God, and my God always what? Give me the victory. Every time I pray to him, because God has searched my heart and God know that even through betrayal, through rejection, through setbacks, I might have got angry, but I kept what doing work of service, serving under the Lord, steady trying to be a good person. So that's what causes God to bless us, especially those who are rejected. Look at the black sheep. Look at the outcast. Those who God choose because God put something in their heart, right? The heart of the king is in the hands of God. God can change your heart, right? So he had a good heart, David, through all of this, even though nobody believed in him, looked down on him, talked about him, cracked jokes, even J David brothers, right? When he came to find out what he had to do, they, where you going? Why you ain't taking care of those few sheep? You know, sometimes when we do good, people will repay us evil for the good we do, right? We just trying to be a nice person. They mad because you being nice, right? I, I'm just not evil like you. I don't mind helping somebody. I don't mind showing up, right? Why you here? Because they ain't here or because they ain't trying to do it. And they could never be as good and kind as you, right? So now they mad at that. So that's what David faced, right? But he went and did exactly what he said he did. He prayed to God for the victory and he killed the Goliath, right? That was taunting the people of God and even the king at that time. 
instead of the king being grateful for who God had put in his life to help him, to assist him when he was afraid and scared, what Saul do? Attack him over and over again, plot to kill him because he heard people saying, Saul killed a thousand, but David killed 10,000, right? Like, oh, David got it going on. You know, sometimes that's how we be, right? We, well, you supposed to give props what props is due, but some people don't want you to get your glory and don't know what you done been through. They don't know your story, right? So now they trying to attack a good person. This is what Saul did, right? God came to Saul a thousand times, right? Like I told y'all, it takes God a long time, right, to get mad. He'll keep extending his mercy and his grace to you before his wrath come upon you. Because God don't wish for what? None of us to perish. He want all of us to become his own. He want all of us to work toward repentance. He want all of us to be understanding because somebody may have a bigger light than you don't mean God don't have a light for you and a path for you. But Saul wasn't trying to hear that, right? He thought he was king. He didn't want nobody else to be king at the Bible and say, even Saul seen that God was chosen by David, right? So now he want to try to what? Take his anointing, take his position. So what did he do? Plot to kill David. David, on the other hand, goes on a run because he like, man, this is a man of God. He's steady praying to God, but he feeling like, because sometimes we feel like that, like, is God hearing our prayer? Like, you see how evil these people is? Like, I did nothing but try to help them. But God all the time, right, speaking to Saul, and sometimes we don't know God is what's speaking to our enemies. Leave them alone. Leave my anointed alone. Leave my chosen alone. You fine, but you know, I, this is who I want next. You know, he, he it's something about him. They don't want to hear that, right? So they think they're going to score what the plans of God. Here they is with their witchcraft, with their curses, with their black magic, with their word curses, with anything they can do to try to stop what God has planned for your life, which it ain't going to work like I told you guys before the commercial break. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, you may have to go through the fire. You may face some attacks. You may have to even suffer. You know, it's long suffering. I know the feeling of suffering. I have suffered pain and things I, that I didn't understand from people I loved and helped, right? And I still have blessed so many of them, right? They don't even know that I know what they have said and done behind my back. Because if they did, right, we know they wouldn't even look us in the face and have the nerve to smile, right? But because we know who God is and we know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, we still be that good person. This is what David was doing. But we want to watch being overly nice, right? Because when you be overly nice, you know people try to take advantage of you. Oh, he's going to forgive me. She's going to forgive me, right? I'm going to go out here and do it again with the remix. This is what the narcissist do. This is what happened with Saul, right? One minute, he was chasing David. Then the next minute, he was on David's side. You know, you know what, David? You cool. I don't know why I did that. But he was so jealous. He was so angry. He was so mad, right? Even when he repented, he went back to being evil again, right? Like, I got to kill him. I got to kill him. And David, right, leaving vengeance to God, constantly praying, God, you see, my hands is clean. I helped this man. I tried to bless this man. I was there for this man. And every time 
I go in his path. One minute he's nice to me, the next minute he's trying to kill me. God, like I got you, right? Sometimes this is what God is telling us, but we want to do it our way or we can't wait to see what's about to happen, right? And God said, don't worry about that. Work on healing. Keep praying to me. Continue to do good. You can release this person. And even when you on a run, right, you can sleep peacefully because I am protecting you, right? Those of us who know God, we know, okay, I gave it to God. God, no, I'm not perfect, but I don't have no wrong intentions, right? I'm not wishing evil on people. I'm not doing evil toward them. Everybody that come across my path, God, you know, I'm trying to do good to bless them in some type of way with a word of encouragement with whatever I can give or say, God, you know, I don't have no evil intent. And even when I'm wrong, Jesus, you know, and you correct me or, or, or you give me that understanding that I've been wrong, right? I'm repenting. This is how David was, right? Lord, forgive me. David was fast and everything when he knew he sinned against God because he already knew what the wrath and the power of God, right? So David had to fear the Lord. Saul claimed to have it, but I guess it left because he had been privileged for so long, but he was going to surely find out when God told him to leave what David alone. He kept messing with David, right? So his his punishment was death, right? Now, David still became the king, but and Saul could have, you know, just seen that man that the baton was passed and he could have lived in, in retirement and happiness. I'm just grateful for what the Lord has done in my life. He chose somebody else next after me. I can retire and live and watch my kids and my grandkids, but he was so angry and jealous, he didn't want to see that happen. So what he tried to do, kill David. So that was, and after God warned him a million and one times, the wrath of God came on him. This is why you don't want to play with doing evil toward nobody. You don't never know who God has chosen or who God is working in um, to, <clears throat> to, to teach and deliver his people. You know, if they do things different from you, if you don't like the way they look or how they talk or they gain in success and you feel like you're not, let those people do what they do. You don't know what they lost in they losing season. So celebrate them when they are in their winning season. That's how your blessings will come. Cause God will see that your heart is pure. Like, man, that person really went through a lot. That pe that person struggled, but they kept the faith and God is blessing them. I'm happy for him. Even if I don't like him, God bless you, right? But Saul, he couldn't, he couldn't bring himself to be like that. He wanted to destroy David, his blessings, and the plan of God that God had for David. And that's what he didn't know. He was messing up after God gave him a million chances to repent. So being overly nice sometimes causes us to suffer longer than we want to. You know, an overly nice person, right? They always overly apologetic. I know I used to deal with that. I still do at times, right? Like if I make a mistake, it can be a simple mistake. Oh, I'm sorry. When you see somebody overly apologetic or like when, um, someone that's on the phone or they having a conversation and they always wondering who you talking to and this and that. And you like, why they always asking me who I'm talking to? This is because this person been attacked so many times. People have gossip about them and they face on the phone called around to different people and they nervous, right? They anxious. Like what's coming next? I told you a narcissist always have you on what? Eggshells. You don't know what's going on, you know? So that's why they always want to know who you around, who you talking to this is somebody who has uh, suffered trauma this is a trauma response 
This is not that they trying to be nosy or in your business. So you have to recognize somebody has really hurt this person. Somebody has called around all in their face, dogging them out, you know, while they were struggling or why they really had a pure heart. And this is why they always want to know who I'm talking to, who I'm around. It's not to be controlling. It's just a trauma response. And this is something that they have to heal that it's okay. Let people talk, whether they're talking good or bad believe in yourself but you have to heal from that and like I said with the overly apologetic somebody has made them feel like they were so wrong in their life all the time so that's why they always saying oh I'm sorry even if it's something small you know we do supposed to apologize we do supposed to be polite but overly apologetic some things just you don't have to apologize about you make a simple mistake yeah I'm sorry you don't want to keep saying I'm sorry for the same smaller things, right? You just, man, it was just a mistake, my bad, right? But when you're overly apologetic, sometimes overly nice, right? Like David was, right? Always trying to show up, always trying to be the one to help people and this and that. But no one does that for you or no one is giving you that same reaction back. You always there, what? Supporting other people, always at their events, always thinking about their birthday, always thinking about something for them, but you never get that back. And that's how David was. Always thinking about what? His brothers, the king he was serving different people he was always man I'm here to help right what do you need but when it came time for him nobody wanted to do that for him right so that sometimes we experience that in our life as well right always trying to be the first one on the forefront but when it's our time of need of help nobody is understanding nobody is there to grab our hand nobody is saying let me finally support this person this person has sat there and supported me so many times right in my time of need or when i didn't have nobody this person was there narcissists never look at things like that right they always take advantage of your kindness and being overly nice can get you taken advantage of you want to be a nice person you want to be understanding but you want to have boundaries right just levels of certain things you're not going to take levels of certain things you're not going to do levels of not <clears throat> overgiving like me i had a problem all the time with overgiving like i would extend clothes gifts different things like that to people more than one gift right maybe about five or ten gifts right and it was just like man you overly shocked for me you overly did this for me and people just like wow you know if they did have a gift it's like well i got you one gift but they got about 10 or 12 gifts right we overly nice so you have to kind of put that in perspective like i want to be nice but i don't want to be overly nice i want to be helpful i don't want to be overly helpful because when some people look at that as somebody that they can take advantage of they don't appreciate it right and you will see they don't appreciate about what their actions they're not thanking you as much they're not trying to return the favor you know when uh, repaying you evil for good now like i said david not only went through this with saul he went through this with uh nabal right nabal was somebody that why david was on the run from king saul nabal was somebody who was going through hard times right david and his men came to nabal rescue fought off an army for him david took up for him and all of these different things and so david 
months later, all of a sudden need the help, right? He like, man, I'm going to need a food and shelter. I'm on a run from King Saul. I don't want to take vengeance in my own hand. I'm leaving it to God. But at the same time, Lord, I don't have no food. So he go to another man that he helped in his time of need. And what the man do treated him evil, right? I'm not giving him nothing. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. David was so angry. Like I said, that come from a trauma response, right? Like, man, I just did all this to help you or, you know, I done helped you out and this is what you do to me. Now you don't want to help me. Now you don't want to, when it's my need of time, now you're not understanding. And we all go through that, right? I know I have had those trauma responses doing my emotional healing. Like, man, I helped this person out. Like I was there for them when nobody was there for them. I maybe babysitted for them. I gave them a place to stay. And now that they on the up and up, or now that uh, they around a different circle or they have different people, they attacking me. Like this is what I deserve, but that's all from a trauma response. So like I said, you can be happy and letting it go, but at different times, things will come back up in your mind. So that's what happened with David. But David was getting ready to kill Nabal, right? Because he was like, no, I just did too much for you, for you to treat me the way you did. It was Nabal's wife, Abigail, right? In the Bible that said she went to her husband and was like, why would you do this man like that? She took it upon her own self to be good to David because she knew how good David was to her husband when they was in a time of need and David really saved their life when they was in a time of need, right? And so she blessed David with food and shelter and water and everything he needed. And David said, may the Lord your God bless you, right? He spoke blessings over Abigail because he was like, if you wouldn't have done this, I was getting ready to what? Kill your husband. Like, it's just, I'm already going through what? Too much. I got people fighting me, armies fighting me, a king that's in power fighting me. I helped this man and now he turned on me. Like, sometimes it happened like that. Like I said, sometimes we have like bad days, right? Where we just snap out. Don't mean that you're a bad person or a Judas, but sometimes you can be so good to different people. And it's just that one more thing, right? That'll tick you off. Like at this point, you know what I'm saying? But you have to bring yourself back to a place of humility and trust in God, right? And looking at things from God's perspective, like God, like God was allowing David to go through so many worse circumstances. Like he was being cursed by people. He was walking up, you know, just walking up, people snapping. And so David, friends, like, man, uh-uh, we finna handle them. And David telling them like, no, if this man is cursing me, then God has allowed it. Let them go. Let them say what they want to say, right? And that had to be hard on David. Just like I said, some of us suffer some of the same persecution. You ain't did nothing but you showed up with your presence, right? Ready to be a happy hand, ready to be a loving person, ready to grow and connect with people. And here they is coming against you, cursing your name, this and that. So David knew that nothing happens without God's permission, even when we don't understand it, right? Sometimes because we sometimes we can suffer so bad and it's like, God, why would you let me go through all of this, right? But it's all for good reasoning, right? David actually was getting ready to be king, just like God said, but he had to go through all of that to prove that no weapon formed against him shall prosper and for his enemies, to what uh prepare god was preparing a table before david in the presence of his enemies we all know that david wrote most of the psalms right in psalm 23 is so many favorite christians 
uh, song, right? Because he said, what? God leads me around the still waters. He anoints my head with oil, right? He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. So sometimes God will let us be attacked, mistreated, rejected, abused, that the, the same people that will have to watch us, what, prosper, be blessed, come out, heal, healthy, well, so they can know that all their weapons, all their attempts, all their witchcraft, all their word curses, all their plots and plans failed. And they have to watch us be blessed in front of them because they never turned for evil. They had no right to attack us, right? Like nobody had the right to attack David when all he was doing was being a good person. So being overly nice sometimes can cause us to suffer longer than God has intended us to uh, to suffer. So this is why boundaries are needed. Sometimes we look at the person and we love the person, but God wants us to what? Look at the spirit behind them, right? Sometimes we overlook the spirit of a person because of the title in our life, whether it's family, whether it's a spouse, whether it's kids, whether it's, you know, your favorite coworker or a favorite associate and we overlook the wrong because yes we're supposed to be merciful we're supposed to be loving we're supposed to be forgiving and we can be all of that but we need to know when to cut it off because some people just won't stop attacking you being mad being vengeful and being evil um, because they know your heart, right? They know you love them. They know that you would allow certain stuff. So you shock them when you cut them off or when you put up boundaries. And that is what God is calling us to do. Still be loving, but don't allow ourselves to be taken advantage of. And when you're overly nice, overly apologetic, overly extending yourself, a lot of people don't appreciate that. And I know sometimes myself, I have to stop myself from doing that too, because I want to stand myself more than I can. But God is saying, work on your healing, right? Work on your things that I have called you to. Yes, be a nice person. Yes, help when you can. But don't tire yourself out, right? Trying to make sure you're there for everybody else. And these same people won't be there for you. I know your heart. I know what you're trying to do. I know that you are a loving person. I know you're working on yourself. I know that you wouldn't mind helping people. But don't overhelp people. So being overly nice overly apologetic, overly extending yourself can cause you even more suffering. We want to be nice. We want to be people of God. We want to show up for people when nobody else is there. We do, but we don't want to overdo it. We don't want to overgive. We don't want to be over understanding, especially looking at people actions and seeing that they are unrepentant they still have the same mindset they have the same actions towards you one minute they nice and the other 364 days right they terrible or you just finding out shocking information this is something that you don't want to deal with because you're only bringing that more hurt and pain upon yourself so this is the end of my show today. I hope you guys enjoyed this show on trauma responses. Remember, I'm also a life coach. You can book me on my website, peepmedifferent.com. I have also created an emotional healing course if you want to purchase it. That's also on my website and I sell furniture, clothing, and shoes that you can purchase from keepmedifferent.com. Come back next week. I will have another show on emotional healing. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, 
you look good. That's why Walissa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walissa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. 